Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is Billy Sands. I want to spice up my barbecue. I always listen to Chris and Case on the Detroit Lions broadcast show. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who have never dropped a Matthew Stafford pass. Chris and Case. Hey, Heidi Ho Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 268. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my good friend and co-host, The Riz. How you doing, brother? It is great to be with you, Chris. We're, we're, we're going solo this week. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's special. Just the two of us, a little candlelit evening. Oh. Lots of fun going live with yeah. our folks on YouTube. All right. A lot of stuff going on, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. We are going to cover training camp. It's really going to happen. It's for real. We'll talk about some of the details there, some of what to expect, and we're 99% sure there's going to be a party, and we'll be there to put it on for you. Good stuff. we talk about Risden's great rewatch series. You may have heard of this guy, Jeff. Uh, his name's Risden, Risden, something like that. He's got hey, this, sweet. <laughs> this really cool series of a rewatch of last year's Thank games you. and evaluating the team. And i got to tell you, this is something... Uh, to heck with the whole quarantine thing. You got to do that every year. It's excellent, excellent oh, reading. Crap. We will talk about it. Yep, yep. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, we got some really nice things that uh, some folks over at PFT are talking about with the, the coach. We normally won't bring up PFT, but hey, whatever. And we got some guys working out together, showing that team spirit. We got that and a whole lot more. Great show lined up. Riz, you ready to go, my man? Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, a couple of quick announcements first. Check us out and help us out on the old Patreon. Special thanks to Big Dylan from... <laughs> of course, our very first donor, Mathis. And Brian B. from I Prevail, iprevailband.com. Brian Burkheiser, he's the man. He's got the voice, boy. They just released a pretty uh, a pretty, quick, uh, pretty cool video, didn't they? Did you see that? I like, I like how they reworked the song. Yeah. Um, and then the video for it is spot on and timely. It's very good. It's, they nailed it. They nailed it. They Everything did. about they really it was did. perfect. Great job. Uh, yeah, check them out. They're, you know, they hang out in the, uh, in the Patreon with us. You can go over to patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. And when I say they hang out in the Patreon, they signed up for Patreon as donors. A little dollar a month. And then they get into our Slack chat. Slack is an app for your phone or your computer or whatever. And it's the most intelligent Lions chat you'll find on the internet bar none including a bunch of i mean we got gambling which is for stuff look at that there it is there it is oh yeah there it is folks whole, beautiful whole bunch of channels uh we got there's a lot of channels barbecue. i'm not even in all of them i mean i'm not in I, I need to get in the barbecue one yeah it's a, that's a good one i, I almost bought a smoker because of them guys good stuff <laughs> patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast getting over like i said as little as dollar a month we'll take anything you can give though uh as a donation we'll get you in there uh that we're actually putting together a uh a Patreon uh, 
fantasy league this year just for the guys and who want to who want to play along. So there may be multiple Uh-oh. leagues. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I'll but don't worry. Lose. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry we'll also my, do the my fantasy leagues. football career is yeah that's good yeah keep doing the regular thing because you do a great job with that and it's awesome well, i you. participate in fantasy football to make other people feel better about beating somebody who does football for a living at something <laughs> to show you right how much how much right. there's so much variance in there boy uh yeah oh, yeah. yeah we'll do the fantasy football well, uh, football leagues don't worry again it's our, our year's biggest fundraiser we really love everyone who plays along with us so, so join us um let's see there's there's cash prizes don't worry you, you get something out of it too when you when you play well uh anyway patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast uh jump in there and get a, get access to all the cool stuff facebook facebook.com slash the detroit lions podcast that is the reanimated corpse of our facebook page is has bouncing around again uh i tried to do a mention of risden today on there and i couldn't quite get the at thing right it's not quite twittery so i gotta figure that we'll get that going uh so that's there we got the make sure, make sure you get the right jeff Rizzo. there's three of us we're all friends like on facebook i've never met either of them but the one dude um he actually lives in frankenmuth and he's, he's a good dude um I've, I've interacted with him quite a bit uh he's a lions fan he, he he does listen to the show so if you're listening jeff oh no shit good on you he's yeah a, he's our bronner's insider i'm gonna have to find i'm gonna have to find there him. you go <laughs> <laughs> All right, on Twitter at DET Lions Podcast, DET Lions Podcast. Please give us a subscribe over there. It's the very best place to see the Riz. With no pants. That's right. All right, YouTube. You guys know about that thing. You've heard of it. It's youtube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Hit the subscribe, hit the notification. I'm going to put out a special video uh, this week. I, I'll actually talk about it in the show, but I'm going to put out a, a, a video just kind of myself, a little bit of a vlog style, but uh, addressed uh, to the player. I think it's going to be kind of cool. We'll talk about that again. Uh, all right. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, all those places where you find podcasts. Give us those ratings. Five stars, please. We love it when you do that. Really great ratings, some really funny stuff out there from you guys. Really appreciate your creativity. Those five stars are forever, so those really mean uh, a lot to us when you give us those. It helps us bounce up the charts. and helps people find us better. If you got some criticism, we're, we're, we're down for it. We'll take it. Head on over to the subreddit. Give it to us in the subreddit, and uh, we'll, we'll respond and figure everything all out. Give us a like via Skype. Give a call via Skype at Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast, or call us on the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. Leave a message, you get a chance to hear yourself on the show. Let's do this! Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review This Week in Reddit. All right, it's time to talk all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. I couldn't quite get it out that time, but we're going to go with it. Um, okay, let's start off with the first one, the big one. Um, training camp is real. It's going to happen. Uh, the NFL said it it's is. here. Riz, this is it. Yes. Football's coming back, isn't it? We are not going to West Virginia for training camp. We will be in Allen Park once again. <sighs> Was Miami coming up to Detroit, or were we going to Miami? We were going to Miami, and we were unofficially we were going to do joint practices with Miami, and I was really hopeful to go, even though going to Miami in the middle of August doesn't sound like the most pleasant idea. Mm-hmm. And I say that as someone who lived in Houston and happily lived in Houston for a while. Right. It's uh, it, it's disappointing. I know Matt Patricia was bummed about it. He loved the joint practices. Yeah. And it was a great way – um, you will remember they did the New York Giants a couple of years ago. You will remember that they signed a lot of New York Giants after that season. That was not a coincidence. Uh, they did the Patriots last year. Look who's in Detroit this year. A lot of Patriots. Um, there's something to that. <laughs> um, it works the other way, too. I, the other team I covered, the Cleveland Browns. They did joint practices with the Colts last year. They had a fight every single day. The Colts stuff. signed three ex-Browns this offseason. It's yeah. a great way to evaluate players on other teams. For those of us in the media, it's a great way to get to the skinny 
on what's going on with those teams. Uh, I awesome. really enjoyed. I enjoyed meeting a lot of. I'd never met most of the the Patriots beat writers last year, right. uh, and, and getting to know those guys even just for a couple of days and spending time up with them up in the media tower was was really cool. Um, so from a personal standpoint, it sucks that we're not going to get to do that too. Yeah, well, signing those guys is a great way to settle a score too. Bring them in and beat them up in camp, and then cut them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for a, for a, for a, for a bad GM that maybe I would have been if I was a GM who holds long too long grudges. No, training camp is coming. That's good. So let's think about it. Um, not a lot of information. We don't know when yet, which is typical. We don't know when this time of year anyway, right? It's usually about. It the usually 18th. gets announced. So so right now, okay. this weekend would normally be mandatory mini camp. That was going to be scheduled for this weekend based on years past. They did not do it. They're still in the virtual off-season program. That lasts through the either the 12th or the 14th. I can't keep my dates straight. It's one of those two. Um, and that, that, that basically precludes – there's no coach interaction. Players are technically allowed – well, they will be uh, Monday. They will be – players will be allowed to go to the facilities in Allen Park thanks to uh, Governor Whitmer's latest executive order lifting it. So most of us have at least some semblance of freedom in Michigan. And then, but they're not allowed to be coaching. Patricia can't be there. It's all players who are rehabbing from injuries. That's it. And like the training staff can get everything set up and the the media staff, the the staffers, they can get all their things ready to go and things like that. Um, But that they're still doing it virtually. And that's, uh, that's gets extended. My guess is the players will not see one another in person as a group and will not see Matt Patricia until the end of July sometime, which is training camp. I know there's been talk um, in some circles that uh, they will make training camp longer this year uh, because they're not getting as much time with it, uh, specifically for, for teams that have new coaches, right. uh, the Browns being an example. Uh, because they got cheated out of that this year. There is and they don't want to make them at that big of an, an advantage. There yeah. is one big benefit to having the coach carousel is you, you don't wind up on hard knocks and you can you can get longer <laughs> practices and OTAs or on COVID right. training camps. Yeah. And and you know, with the Lions, you know, bringing in Corey Undlin, most of the players still haven't met him in person. Defensive coordinator that they're gonna yeah. be doing some changes. So yeah. And the rookies. Right? Yeah. The rookies haven't yeah, really met anybody. <laughs> a lot of these rookies, and, and I'll tell you what, Okuda's going to play a lot. He's 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 your number one cornerback right off the bat. You know, yeah. DeAndre Swift is going to play a lot. One, of, I think Jonah Jackson is going to play. I think he's going to start right away at left guard and, and never look back. And there's, uh, there's a lot going on where these guys have to get as much time as they can. And I think, I think the Players Union is willing to give some on that this year. They are the reason why the training camp has been shorter and less contact and less yep. structured or more, more less, less man on man, man on man crime. Um, to put it that way, <laughs> offense versus defense in live reps has been, if he used to go to training camp, um, even back in, in at the beginning of the Caldwell era, it's changed quite a bit. And that is not a Matt Patricia thing. That is an NFLPA mandated thing. Here's, here's some Maybe guys. The players think, will give ups on that. Here's some guys I think that have an advantage this year a bit. And, um, well, I'll just go through them and 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 say why. But uh, of the rookies that we've picked up, I think uh, Julian Aquara has a little bit of an mm-hmm. advantage because he's got his brother who knows the defense and he can work with him, and they can work out together, and they can really can really he can gain. So as a third round pick, you really really hope he's going to do well. I would expect that he would do well. Um, I'm going to go down yes. the, the the picks a little ways here. Uh, Quintez Cephas 
is a guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's he's. We'll talk about him working out this this off season with uh, some fellow players. Here's an opportunity for a guy who was picked down in the draft when you know some of those guys out there out there aren't working so hard. Whether they're rookies or vets or whatever, they're not working sure. that hard this off season. They're kind of taking a little bit of a break. Some guys are doing some like Nick Fairley. Fairly, I could see him putting on 25, 30 pounds in an off season like this. And not to be mean or anything else, but back in the no. day, right? He's yep. the kind of guy that I would expect to see something like that. Quintez has an opportunity here to uh, better himself and come in at a much higher level than the talent around him and the people that uh, expect. Um, not, not, I mean, he could be better than Galladay, right? He could just because Galladay sat around and gained 25 pounds. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but I'm talking about <laughs> other, <let's> hope not. <laughs> yeah, other receivers. He could up Ooh. his, his uh, and, and another guy, same way, who can up, up their value, uh, I think Huntley as well. Low-round yes. draft pick, fast guy. Mm-hmm. He could really up his value in this, using this time to elevate himself relative to the other players mm-hmm. on the field. So I think those are three guys that really have an opportunity here to uh to knock it out um it's hard for guys like a defensive tackle you think about uh Penasini, uh cornell uh even thinking about stenberg and jonah jackson um it's hard in those roles you really need man competition you can get strong you can get fast you can work on balance you can do a lot of that kind of stuff but you really need other people you need unless them. unless a guy who's your size is coming at you and attacking you in football ways it there, there's only so much you can do. Right. So, yeah. And and I know that uh, just with, with Senberg, they have to work on his technique. They have to work on his hip, hip, shoulder, foot coordination with his punch. Uh, there's a lot to work with there, and, yeah. and it, it could work out well. But, man, he, he really, really needs it. Yep. yep. Uh, and uh, you're not going to get that when you're going against, you know, your cat. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, let's see. Uh, a couple things. I got from the chat. Got to say hey to Jason. Uh, congrats on the big TV, my man. Uh, we're 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 on fifty five inches in his living room in the top of the uh, lower peninsula right now. Uh, got another nice. guy in Frankenmuth. We got we got a couple ends at the Bronner store. So we're, I think we're pretty Sweet. good. We my 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 <laughs> wife's family. We do our there. family. We do our family reunion there every year. We That's go to Frankenmuth uh, every year. So we've been married for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we've gone there every year but two since we moved to Michigan in 2003. Nice, nice. Yeah. Got Colin. Remember Colin from the, uh, you know, Colin, of course. from all the different places, but of course, Ruth's Chris, right? Big winner. On yes, the, and uh, Colin and I share a birthday, so. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet. Yeah. What's up, Colin? I- I'm a little older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's it puts you guys next to each other. You can see it. Those big glasses of beer. What are you drinking right now, by the way? Uh, I am drinking a, it's called Breakfast Under the Bridge. It's a breakfast stout from Brewery 424 here in Holland. It is a, uh, it's a stout that is aged with uh, coffee beans and Mackinac Island fudge in it. And it is lovely. It's never too late for Nine breakfast. Po- <laughs> 9.7%. You only need one for the day. Uh, this okay. this cup, by the way, is from the pub in Athens, Ohio. I was feeling reminiscent about my Ohio U days today. Uh, pull this out. It actually holds, I, th- I believe it's 36 ounces. I only put one can in. That's all I, I can handle these days. Some of those. Holy cow. It's, uh, Mix up my it, it, it actually, <laughs> it, it weighs quite a bit. <laughs> it probably weighs like when it's empty, at least, I want to say a pound and a half. I mean, it's, 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 it's thick glass. <laughs> wow. I could mix up my 50 50 rum and Coke in there and I'd be set for yeah. a week. So when, if you ever go to Athens, Ohio, the pub is the place to go. They serve beer cheese soup in that. Uh, which is just heavenly. Logan wants me to hit it with fill it with Jaeger. I, I would do that, <laughs> given the right co- combination of things. Uh, Kool Aid and cornbread. He's got the hookup in the Franken booth. If you need uh, for the nice. hotel, 
So if you need uh you need a hotel, I might I might take you up on that. Um <laughs> back to back to football. I get lost in the <laughs> yeah, chat sometimes. I know. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um okay, so let's talk about this. We will be there. Uh Riz, of course, has two teams to cover, but he'll be there for a part of camp. Um I will be there. Um I typically go to Cleveland first and then I go to Detroit and then I spend the rest of the time in Detroit. I, I usually miss the first week I'm in, in Cleveland and then I go to Detroit. Uh, and then and it worked out again this year. They play at home opposite weeks, so I can bounce from one to the other. So when the Lions are away, I can go back up to Cleveland. Nice, nice, nice. They do it every year. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that's good. We will be there. And, and I'm going to be there probably the same time as – I will be there the same time as Riz. Um, we'll work that out for sure. I, I'm usually there the second yeah. week as well. Um, it, we w- are 99% sure the party's on, guys. We will be doing right. the party. We've got to – as long as – we get released from the gov- governor and all that. We will do the party. We'll have something we put together. Interested in, you know, hit us up on uh, on the Twitter if you want. Really interested in you guys' ideas. If the standard party is the way we want to go, we're down. We'll do it. We'll get the place. We'll we'll, we'll go to town. Uh, we're going to do a, a smaller Patreon party the night before. But the big party is typically that Saturday night or the Friday night uh, when there's yeah, no camp the next and, day. <laughs> so I would not count on training camp being open to the public much this year uh it's going to be certainly more limited access than there has been in the past um yes the the restrictions are being lifted but no they are not going away right um i cannot fathom them having having attendance for preseason games this year i don't see that happening uh sorry i just don't yeah, No. The- um <laughs> It's 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 because of the whole kind of second wave. I mean, at where I work, they said we're not coming back before Labor Day, not back into the office. Now I'm going to try to work it, so I don't have to come back in the office to work at all. I come from home in perpetuity. Uh, you know, my wife's doing the same thing. She's and it's I I, I kind of hope it does. It's, yeah, it's nice. Oh, absolutely, it's so nice. Uh, and 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 besides the the the, the niceness of it. I mean, you cut out an hour and 20 minutes of commute. I spend that time working, and I work a little more. Mm-hmm. The company gets a whole heck of a lot more out of me, and so it's very, very efficient. So there we go. Um, I mean, oh, yeah, we, we will, we will, Go ahead. We will, we will try to get a, 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 a much, as much of an organized party as we can and give you as much warning as we can on it for when it's going to happen, where you need to go, yeah. what you need to do to sign up, um, who you can bring along. Yep. That Logan, uh, he says little Patty McAfee uh, today said there's no fans. <laughs> I love calling that uh, at training camp at any training camps this year. Uh, doesn't not sure on a source. Uh, we'll see. I we we did the um, the uh, credential thing last year, so we'll be there one way or another. We'll we'll make it right. happen. But it would be really nice to uh, to get in there. And it would not surprise happen. me if if that's correct. Um, that hasn't been announced officially. I know that it's not official yet. Um, Pat, I won't say that Pat's wrong because. I, it could be right, but I, I, if you were going to training camp, I would not count on being there. You certainly will not get to sign autographs this year. The players will not be touching you. They will not be signing autographs. They will not be interacting with you Hold or on. taking pictures or things like that. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I potted down. I have to do it again. Sorry. You said the magic words. Touching me, touching you. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I I, del- I it was delayed unfortunately that was that was good that was gonna be right on point and I I choked it out all right yeah so we got that going on that's that's happening we will do the party as long as things work out we get released like I said from the governor we'll find out about training camp and uh, availability they're, when they announce the dates I sure I'm sure all the rules are gonna come together with that I have a feeling they're waiting to see if we get opened up on the twelfth uh, to make that right. decision because uh, that's gonna 
there's all kinds of downstream stuff. So at some point, right, it's it's the whole kind of um, it's the Jenga thing where you just finally take the one piece out and it all comes crumbling down or um, straw that broke the camel's back, whatever. That, I can't think of anything else, but uh, causes the avalanche, right? <laughs> one stone, whatever. Uh, that's what's going <laughs> on, right? That's that's what's yes. going on. It's it's to that one when it finally breaks that it, things are going to start roaring, 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 and open up and until the second wave and we'll be good all right <laughs> so training camp's real we will keep you abreast of that typically so everybody knows it gets a little slower this time of year we're gonna pull in some some interesting folks for um for interviews um people that are related to the lions and in different positions with the lions just to keep things interesting and we're gonna take you through it all it's not gonna be quite like riz's uh walk down memory lane lat from last year that we'll get to next year but um we got a lot of good stuff yeah. going on so uh, yeah. we will keep this both lions related and interesting yeah. for you guys until the the news really starts hitting but i gotta tell you riz we've done a pretty solid job most of the media has done a really really good job in a time where there's a dearth of information and being creative mm-hmm. and coming up with stuff that's that's keeping people entertained and engaged and into it because we are we are certainly hard. trying. It's it's not easy to fabricate content at this time of year. Um, and and I'll I'll give the Lions some credit. They are doing a very good job in scheduling players for Zooms. Yep. I'm sure that the players, uh, a couple of them in particular, weren't particularly thrilled about doing it, but they did it. And they honestly, I think they all enjoyed it. And uh, it gives us some things to talk about. And it. it it keeps them on a bit of a structure. Um, you know, Patricia has been fantastic in, yeah. at talking to the media, which is uh, something we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah uh, but, you know, the, it, just going through and, and reviewing things and, you know, players, I, I, I will say I have encountered a few players who genuinely miss interacting with the media on a professional basis, yep. which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't expect that. Um, yep. And, and that, you know, with with the way things have turned from from the country being in a pandemic to also being in a racial tension riot uh, situation that we're in, uh, it's it, it's tough to stick to football. But uh, it's something that you know we're we're still trying to to produce football related content. That's that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know in, in that in that kind of vein, one of the things you know I've 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 heard this. I have a couple friends around Riz and. Uh, I don't know how where you've been or what you've heard on this, but um, the you know the the kimono started to open on the effect of all the lockdowns uh, economically, and I'll, t- I'll yes. tell you what one of the things is a lot of sites um, are seeing you know we're we're seeing a little bit too, um, but are seeing a lot less traffic, and particularly uh, a lot of places are seeing ad revenue. We've been really lucky with what we do. We've got a pretty solid base of people, and we love everyone who listens and everyone who recognizes yeah. the friends. I mean, we really do. You guys are great, but um, there's been significant oh, declines. It's, it's like, tough, man. Like five times declines in re- ad yeah. revenue for, for places. Well, just, just think about it though for a second. All the businesses that normally advertise, you know, hotels, they're closed. Yeah. Sports bars, they're closed. Retail stores, they're closed by and large. Yeah. Um, you know, who needs car insurance right now when you're not driving, when you're working from home, right. um, there, there's still Geico ads everywhere, but, uh, not as many as there used to be. Can't lose that damn lizard, lizard can you? Right. No, no. <laughs> I need more flow in my life. Give me flow. <laughs> she does something both, for me. Both with the hair and the, uh, the progressive one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been tough for everybody. And, um, one of the things, I mean, so this is one thing I, I just want to challenge everybody with, right? I mean, 
make sure you listen to the show, right? Do all that stuff. Uh, but we're going to talk next about something that, that that Riz did. But I want you guys to when you when when you check this stuff, if you got if you got it in you, you know, click on an ad or something, give them a little help because a lot of these places are in deep uh, trouble. You're gonna, if you don't God, like it's... a guy like Carlos, don't go to his stuff. This is the time where you can make a real where your vote will matter. Go see Dave Burkett. Go see Justin Rogers, the guys you know, you love. Justin, I love to death because you know his his flat pan personality and sense of humor is absolutely the the balance that he delivers the the Lions he, news. He with. is he is one hundred percent like that in real life. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. His stuff is great. Go check his stuff out if you see it. Click an ad there. You know, yeah, that's um, how you vote and go, get the right good writers. I'll, I'll give I'll give a free plug. Chris Burke did a great. Yeah. Great piece on Trey Flowers at the Athletic. Mm-hmm. Please go read that. He did a lot of it, it's filmy, but it's also illuminative in how Flowers was used. And I think you'll feel better about Flowers going into the season and why they're paying him eighteen million dollars a year. And I did. There was a lot of talk about that article in the in the Slack, right? I mean, there, yeah. there was a lot of people in chat about that. It was a great article. Yeah. But so anyway, there's there's one series, and this isn't just because he's here. Um, I would I would be doing this anyway. But Riz, you've been doing a you've been killing it with this rewatch Thank series. You. Um, you know, it's it's funny for me. I mean, I'm just talking about my personal, personal experience. I'm watching the Lions games as, as the year goes on, and, I, you know, you, you have the ebb and flow of emotion, and last year was a really, really tough year. But every yes. game, I'm preparing for an immediate, you know, post-game show immediately after, where we go an hour and a half, we talk about everything that happened, right? It's not like sitting back and enjoying it, and or even really being able to take time to consume it. Even in that time that we're talking about it afterward, um, it's 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 running the show. It's doing a lot of other stuff in the, at the same time. It's 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 hard to really be able to let this stuff sink in. And going back and seeing the articles and the analysis you're bringing to this these these games and what these players did and how they played is absolutely illuminating. Because I'm like, oh my god, yeah, it brings me back, and I'm like able to to digest what I saw here six months later, right? Yeah, but you're, awesome you're not you're not you're awesome. not poisoned by recency bias or distraction. One of the things that I've done. I do these, I don't have, um, and as you know, I, I constantly work with music on. That's that's the way I work. That's the way I remember things. Um, I, I have sense memory recall that's associated with music. That's that's how I do my job. I have done these in silence other than listening to the broadcast feeds. And it's just so there's no possible, I am laser focused in. And uh, I don't get to do that during the season at all. Um, I'm running two sites they're, sometimes the teams are playing at the same time uh, because uh, because Eric Schlitt works with me at Lions Wire. I tend to focus more on the Browns on Sunday, just out of work needs. I'm also writing a 10 cent piece for Real GM uh, that's due by usually 2 a.m. Sunday night and Monday morning, uh, and I usually have no more than two cents written before Sunday morning. Um, and I do a radio show on Sunday morning from 10 to noon on 96.1 in Grand Rapids. We're doing that again, by the way, that, that, that get, got that good news today. Uh, so, so I don't get a lot of time to focus, especially on Sundays, on what I just saw. It's very, very shallow for me. So I wanted to go deeper into it. And it's been fun. Uh, I got I to say, um, the, the Packers won uh, week six, which is the fifth game. Comes up tomorrow morning, 6.40 a.m. It's already scheduled in the hopper. Um, it is the – it's probably the most openly homerific I've ever been in a piece for Lions Wire. Um, I, I flat out attacked the officiating in it, and I, I, I feel very strongly that I needed to because it absolutely decided the game. 
I don't want to give away, but this I, I responded to you in the Slack about this. You said something while you were watching it in the Slack um, about Aaron Rodgers and his, oh, his, 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 theme, his theme song is God smacks crying like a bitch because that's what he does. <laughs> I felt I was I was like, oh, my God, it's so good to see somebody who's doing a unbiased uh, and, review. And, of and as you know, right as you know, I, I am critical of the Lions in these things. Uh, and I, I am critical of them in this game as well. They they had some chances and they blew it. You cannot kick five field. You can't get 13 points out of having first and goal inside the eight three possessions in a row. You can't do that. You got to get better than that. Yeah. The Lions red zone offense, something that I focused on, is why they are, uh, let's see, they're now 2-2-1. Two, two and one. Uh, They should be no worse than 4-1. Than <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, Mike Hodges in the chat. I love that Jess, Jeff has absolutely no qualms with calling out the bad play of good players and the good play of bad players. Like hey, Galladay, Gallad- uh, one of the things that I've taken away from, Kenny Galladay is not nearly as good as his numbers suggest he is. Um, but one of the lines that I used, and I used this with Eric, and I didn't put it in the piece because he advised me not to, and it was probably good advice, was I, I did the old Chris Carter, all he does is catch touchdowns bit because quite literally that's all he was doing early in the season. <laughs> <laughs> because that probably wouldn't go over so well. And, and uh, to his credit, he played fantastic against the Chiefs. Uh, and he also he played really he, – he was the best player in the offensive field uh, against the Packers. So. Yeah. But but picking little things up, um, Darius. You know, just, just going back through him a little bit, I was impressed at how well Christian Jones has played. Mm. Uh, he yes. did not play well against the Packers, right. but uh, right. he it, it made me feel a lot better about why the the Lions gave him an extension when they did because he was he was much better in retrospect than he was in real time, and that's one of the things that I'm trying to figure out here is, um, you know. Did I miss things the first time around? What did I think did that I, I saw? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what and, and, and why did I miss it? What was I looking at? Sure. Um, the, um, the, the, the progressive decline of Rick Wagner at right tackle has been frustrating. Um, seeing, as you know, I was very pissed off about Quandry Diggs being traded. Right. Uh, and I still am, honestly. But uh, I, that I had tuned out somewhat how many tackles he missed because he wasn't where he needed to be. And that is something that I've picked up more on rewatch. Um, and, and I will attribute it to him being injured because you can see that the will is there, that the leg just, he was a lot more hurt than, than the lines ever let on. And he let on mm. and, and that, that shows up in the film too. Um, so I do feel a little bit better. I actually feel, I feel somewhat conciliatory towards the people that I, that I, you know, mentally flipped off for getting on me for being so pissed off about things going away. <laughs> do, do you feel any conciliatory at all to Chris Spooner about the Dan Marino beating you gave him at Senior Bowl? No. I love Chris. Chris is a great dude. I know. We love Chris. I felt so bad. You just went. I did, man. Oh, I, that, that is a massive, it's that like, is a hot button issue for me. And I, I um, he's already dead. If you guys know who Kyle Krabs is, he's a very good friend of mine in real life. Off the he works for the draft network. He also runs the, the Dolphins wire. He is a massive Dan Marino sycophant. I give him shit all the time about it. Because as you know, I believe that Dan Marino is, along with Isaiah Thomas, the most overrated professional athlete in American sports history. I know Michael Jordan doesn't like Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> yes. Uh, the the and and I know I'm saying this in front of a Detroit audience. Let me just say this as somebody who. Most of Isaiah Thomas's career, I lived in either Cleveland or Indiana. Um, and in, in Indiana, he was a god because he played for the Hoosiers. And this was, you know, I lived there in the mid-80s. 
when Bob Knight was God. Yeah. <laughs> um, my little brother was born in Indiana. He got a basketball in his crib, an IU basketball. Wow. <laughs> they, they, they were that hardcore about it. Um, outside of Detroit and Indianapolis, Isaiah Thomas is almost universally viewed as being, he wasn't that great. <laughs> I, I, I will never get that. He didn't catch um, any Bobby Knight chairs. That's all I know. No. <laughs> All right, so check it out, lionswire.usatoday.com. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. It's a lot of fun to do. It's been fun. The, the feedback has been pretty good. Um, the people who just irrationally hate Taylor Decker are mad at me, but other than that, I, it's, well, it's kind of fun. Th- that's what this retrospect really gives you a lot of, you know, because I think, and this is, I'm, I'm going to kick this out here and let's see how, where your head's at. Taylor Decker right. had a couple of really bad plays last year. Taylor he Decker had- is also plays a position where much like a goaltender, um, when you make a bad play, it's there for everyone to see. It's wide open, right? Yes, um, that, it, that's a very good analogy for him. And I feel like he's made a lot of really good plays, but you just kind of don't notice them because, hey, he just made some good plays. You just see the bad ones and people are freaking out about it. Is that, is that, is that the, fair? That is absolutely fair. The other thing I will say is that in week one, he went against Terrell Suggs, and Suggs got one, one win on him. It happened to be a strip sack. Um, that, that's bad. T Sizzle's going to the Hall of Fame yeah, yeah. <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones didn't get a sniff off of him. Uh, I, I thought. I honestly thought the Lions did a very good job against Chandler Jones. He's gone against Brandon Graham in Philadelphia, really good football player. Yep. Um, uh, actually, no, he didn't play in that game. He played. He he played. No, he missed. He missed the Charger game. Uh, he missed one of the games. But anyways, uh, you could see that he was hurt in his back because in the first half. He's in a stance, and it's like a normal stance. And, like, by halftime, he can't even bend his back. He's, like, he is out there debilitatedly hurt and still gave it his all and played okay. Yep. Uh, now, having just watched the backer game and, and wrapped it up, he did not have a good game against Green Bay, so maybe, <laughs> maybe people are remembering that more. Um, and I, I watched the first half of the, the, the Vikings game just before we did this, which was week six. Uh, he didn't play very well in that either, so maybe, maybe my opinion is going to go down. <laughs> um, but but early on, he was good. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, um, really quick, let me hit something. If you're looking to work out some some pain, you want to recover from your workout, you want to um, get, get take care of some of that insomnia, something I found, uh, I've told you guys on the show before, uh, through some experimentation for my mother-in-law, who's fixed income, having, had, having some back troubles and a lot, couldn't get rid of the pain. Tried out the CBD. It was a long shot for her. You know that the, the, the true boomer generation is not super into that. They they saw Reefer Madness and believed it. So, you know, this isn't the stuff that they're chasing down. But she was desperate enough, and I told her, let me let me see if this is real because, you know, there's a lot of this kind of crazy stuff out there. And I was impressed. Even with my, my medium age, mid-life, mid-age, middle-age, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, We're middle-aged, Chris. It's, it's okay to say that. We, we are prime Gen X people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's great, nothing wrong great with generation. that. Um, yeah. So, no, even you, you start to feel it as you, even as you get here. So I, I tried it out, and yeah. I was really happy with the results. Uh, I, I, I was crashing right away. Um, like I said, I've been working out a little bit here just because you can't really go anywhere for so long, um, hitting the weights a little and that kind of thing, feeling great afterward. Really helped me. It's helped her. She's had a great thing, and we've talked about it before. We will never, ever – uh, shill for something that we haven't tried, use, or believe in. And so CBD from Diamond CBD is the way it's at. If you want to try it out or if you're using it and you'd like to maybe try out a different brand, 
cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com will take you over there. They'll give us a kickback for everything you buy. As you know, we can tell you guys that. Uh, they give us a, a little kickback, but it doesn't cost you more for using that link. It's the same price. cbd.detroitlionspodcast. They got the Chong gummies, the Tommy Chong stuff. They got uh, Lawrence Taylor stuff going on. They got, he's got a line of CBD stuff as well, all through Diamond CBD. I, I can't believe how this business has blown up. Uh, but it's amazing. It's really something. So cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. I know you're heading over there soon, Rizzi. I, I am. Uh, just the thought about Lawrence Taylor for a second. This is a guy who used to do cocaine on the sidelines. The fact that he's advertising and, and promoting and involved with a, a, yeah. a pharmaceutical, right, and, right. that's a little weird. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny. I think it's technically like a... Um, uh, like an herbal remedy. I don't really know what the, the exact phrase is, but it's you not pres- licensed by the FDA, correct? Yeah, right, right. right. You don't need a prescription okay. for it. You can get it in all right. fifty states. It doesn't get you high or anything like that. So, right, they've taken out the 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 THC. What is it? The, the THC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've never smoked pot in my life, so I'm, I'm not a I'm not a pot guy. I'm not done with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's that's cool. You're 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 too smart to be a pot guy. I'm I'm okay with with taking cannabis cannabis oil. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's 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 it works. If it works. It works. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I'm on it now. No. Uh, all right. <laughs> so there you go. We'll check that out. All right. Let's move on from cbd.detroitlinespodcast.com. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Florio and Sims. You've heard of those guys, right? Over at PFT. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Let's talk about PFT first. Okay. Let's just let's just clear this up. I'm not a big fan. I usually, unless I need somebody to laugh at and. Um, point at and, and and say these guys are fools or idiots or whatever that's kind of where I, I i leverage pft in my life riz tell us how to say that in a more diplomatic way oh jeez. um i i don't go there um Ooh, uh, from you. for professional purposes i'm not allowed to use them deputy attorney General. <laughs> so um <laughs> we, to uh, we, we tend, <laughs> yeah we, we we tend to avoid Pro football talk as much as we can. Um, like ambassador level stuff. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm giving you yes, different exactly. rankings as you do these things um, from your diplomacy. Um, so, uh, <laughs> just in terms of like like football takes. Flor- Florio's Florio. Um, he does his thing. And he, I, I will give him. He does his job very well. He has created a brand and it has rolled and he's done very successful with it. And I appreciate that. Mike Pompeo, really, step really aside. Good. We have a new diplomat in town. <laughs> Hey, um, hey, man! I'm I'm part Swiss, and I embrace that part of my life. Um, okay. Um, Chris cool. Sims, Chris Sims is not somebody whose football opinion I respect, and I do understand that he played in the NFL. But my God, a lot of his father's just bizarre football viewing and weird takes and professional contrarian comes out in him a lot. There's a lot of people um, who did play in the NFL that feel the same way about Chris Sims that you yes. have called them out yes. on Twitter. Yes. Um, and I witnessed a uh, going to Cleveland Browns training camp back for a second last year. Uh, I thought Miles Garrett was uh, was going to – Miles himself wasn't going to do it, but he had the rest of the defensive line yapping at him a lot because Sims had dogged Garrett like at the end of the season or something. And uh, after every time Miles Garrett did something in practice, and keep in mind he's going against Greg Robinson in practice, so he's doing a lot. Oh man! <laughs> um, um, they're just looking at him like, "Huh? What, what, what was that? Who, who's that? Who's that? Ninety-five Sims?" To Chris's credit, he he handled it with a smile, uh, but uh, he is not somebody who's 
I, let's just say if I'm looking for people who understand football and I want a breakdown of something, he's not one of the first 6,000 people that I would go to. Okay. Okay. So 6,001 for Chris Sims. All sure. right. So with that said, um, PFT comes out on PFT over time about Matt Patricia's team atmosphere in Detroit and how it would be an absolute mistake to fire him after this year if they do any resemblance of good because it sure, sure looks like things are getting better here. I'm going to say, from my perspective and the things I've seen in the Zoom calls and the other stuff, that, that when we met him at uh, Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. Matt Patricia is a different person absolutely than the first day he stepped foot in yes. to the uh, Lions facility. Um, no doubt. No. I'm also going to say that Matt Patricia, I'm, I'm going to make a little bit of a comparison here, and I hope it doesn't end the same way, but Matt Patricia reminds me in, a odd, in an odd way of Darius Slay. He's a rookie, right? He comes in, think of both of their rookie seasons. Darius Slay oh. spends some time on the bench, right? Schwartz put him, sat him down. Oh, my God, that Arizona game. He was, he was awful, and DeAndre Levy let him know it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Darius Slay was never going to play for the Lions again. I mean, he was done. Fans were done. Wasted draft pick. It was it yes. was, the, the, yes. it was like everything was just ready it was to go. worse. It was worse than what Hawkinson got last year, quite honestly, yeah. from the fans. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what the hell do we do with this? Yeah, absolutely. He was just getting destroyed after that. And I kind of feel like that rookie season was a little bit of the same thing for Matt Patricia. He At the end of the season, he was beat up, but he bounced back. Season two, Darius Slade came back with an attitude. He went and worked with, um, um, God, he shares his last name with somebody else. The cornerback from the Steelers, Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Rod, the better Woodson, yes, by the way. The better Woodson. <laughs> he went and he spent weeks over the summer working out with him, That's learning, right. getting That's better right. between his rookie and his second year, right? I feel like there was something that happened between the rookie and the second year for Patricia where he's he flipped the switch, right? Where he came out, it was easier with the media, so on. Look, he lost his quarterback. He had a lot of problems. He very easily could have reverted to the the that first year grouchy um dungeon. Going back into the ball. Yeah, 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 kind of thing. But he didn't. He kept that attitude. And coming out of that season, with all the hate and the controversy and everything else, and seeing him at senior bowl. The guy with smiles all the time was very much easy, available. Um, the whole thing, when we he, we were next to uh, Dave, Dave Schultz from WNSP, I think it is, in, in Mobile. Yes, right? in ESPN Mobile, 105.5. Yeah, <laughs> which we both do hits for now, right? <laughs> yes, we do. Dave's great. Yeah, he's Best he's, hair in the business. Hair, Oof. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was interviewing. He was sitting there on the table on Radio Row next to us and uh, talking to, to Coach Patricia. And he's like, okay, I got to get going. I got the meetings, right? And this is after all the meeting stuff. Head, head down. Yeah. And, and Dave's like, without knowing better, well, the meetings can't start until you're there. You know that, right? He's like, he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fully aware. <laughs> yes. Dave had no idea what, what kind of can of worms he opened there. It was hilarious, right? But Patricia, right. I mean, his, his reaction, the way he's dealt with things, he seemed to have really grown. And I feel like we're at this point now where you trade Darius Slay after year two or you get rid of coach after year two or three, same thing. You're really, really going to hurt yourself and lose a talent that you've actually built and grown and you've seen can learn. Um, The win's got to come. We've got to see wins come this year. But as far as the rest of the stuff coming together, he's done it, man. So so you can shoot all that down now. Go ahead and tear it apart. Mm. But that's where I'm at with Coach Patricia. I think he's a guy that has been putting pieces together and improving. uh, Yeah. 
I struggle with this. And, and part of the reason I struggle with this is that I also cover the Cleveland Browns and they're on their fourth head coach since Matt Patricia was hired in right. Detroit. And all the benefits that brings. Right. Yes. <laughs> Longer yeah. than can. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, my worry and, and one of the reasons why I would not be opposed to losing Patricia, and this was the same reason that I that I I didn't support. Well, I, I didn't like that Jim Caldwell got fired, but I supported the decision because they thought that they could do better. And the fact that they haven't to this point, um, it certainly hasn't reflected in, the, in the, the wins and losses anyways, is one of the reasons why you don't change just for change sake. Right. If you're going to change, if you don't have, uh, and I'll say this, if you're getting rid of Matt Patricia, you have to get rid of Bob Quinn. They are inextricably linked. And so then you're looking for a new GM. As you better well. be signing Ozzie Newsome at that point. You need a plan. Oh, God. And it, right? Ozzie would be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. But you need a plan. It needs to be a damn good one. If you come back and hire right. another first year GM, GTFO with that crap, man. You cannot go, you cannot make those firings this year and not already have in place exactly who you want. Mm hmm. And I don't know whether it would be Martha making that decision or Sheila, her daughter, making that decision or Rob Wood being involved and having the NFL come back in and also help them the way that they did when they found Bob Quinn. Um, by the way, I think that that was the right way to go. Yeah. And, and by and large, I think just seeing, again, how some other teams around the league have operated, uh, I, 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 I'm okay with Quinn staying on. And I, I would like it for Patricia to work because, like you said, that he is a different guy now. Uh, just in the media interactions that we've had with him, he gave us uh, down in Indianapolis uh, a couple of different times where he was completely off the record. He pulled us over. There was, you know, six to eight of us there. Um, and they just talked and talked. And he was honest and he was open and he was candid. And he trusted us to not go off what he said. And that was a very important thing because he would not have done that prior to that. Right. And that builds off what you what we saw at the Senior Bowl a month earlier, and how you guys um, responded to that, and traded right. that information will inform his behavior for the future, right? So, right, good, and, good and on the media that were there, there, and there were there were some things that were said that I have never heard from anybody who was in that circle, uh, myself included, um, and uh, so I'm I'm proud of that. I'm proud that Matt Patricia feels that comfort with that, and the. I do worry again that you're if you're changing just for change's sake that you're not necessarily making a positive change because you do not know if the next guy's gonna be better. The next guy could be Hugh Jackson. It could be Freddie Kitchens. Uh, God God forbid. And and I guilty. I like the Freddie Kitchens hiring. I supported it. I, I I thought it was a way to go. I thought it was a smart move by the Browns because I they did absolutely believe that the Arizona Cardinals were gonna hire him as their head coach and they didn't want to lose him. They thought it was that important for Baker Mayfield. It was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, those mistakes get made all the time. Yeah, look, look at uh, look at what Denver is going through with Vic Fangio now. Mm -hmm. His first year was kind of eh. Now with the way he's handled things the last couple of days, people are like, uh, "Can we get an out on this?" Um, and it was a popular hiring at the time. You don't know how that's going to go, you, especially for I. I would very strongly recommend that the Lions, if they do make a change, get somebody with experience at both GM and a head coach who has coached been a head coach in the NFL before. Yeah. Do not go with the unproven talent again. Part of the problem, too, is with all the COVID stuff that's going on and how it's disrupted the league, whatever happens this year will not get 
credit or they deserve uh, or will get yeah. pain they don't. So if they do turn it around this year, well, there's always going to be right. Right. There's always going to be the, the person going, oh, well, well, yeah, that, well, that's because this, you know, win or lose. There is no win in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and so that's that, that's the thing. Right. So we'll see. I think I. The, the, the he's, they've is, got they've got to win more games. He's got to do a better job with his defense. The bottom, if, they're, if, they're, if that defense is still as passive and shitty as it was last year, he can't stay. No matter how much we like his his improved I personality and and, and his overall the ability, we talked about this a lot in Mobile. How much he's become a head coach and not just a defensive coordinator acting as the head coach. Yep. He, I think, Unlin is what he brought in to help with that defense to help make it better. And help yes. fix the problem, and I think it's again uh, a guy who's learned and improving the, the kind of quality process that continues improvement. Uh, mm-hmm. Seeing that, and I, I go back to this, and 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 we have to beat this drum because the off season is so long. But everybody said forever, if Stafford goes down, this team won't win a game. Stafford went down, and they literally did not win a game. <laughs> it should not be surprising. Just having Stafford play. Again, we've talked about it. I'll just reiterate it again. The the players, even like Golden Tate, much loved in Detroit. Loved the guy to death. What a great personality. What a great yes. fit. He really shone. Left Detroit, how'd he do? How did Chris Durham do? How has anybody who's left Detroit as a receiver done compared to their time in Detroit? Matthew Stafford elevates the players around him. We have enough yes, data. Yes. The data set is long enough and wide enough to say he elevates the players around him. That being said, every one of those guys would have played better if Matthew was on the field. We probably would have scored more. We probably would have won a lot more games. We would have won more games. Maybe not a lot more. We would have won more games for sure. We certainly would have beaten Washington. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and and even Green Bay. I mean, we, we play these teams so dang close, right? I mean, throughout the year yeah. and, and can't get over the end. I, I think I think just the fact that we have Matthew Stafford back is going to change this team. And I think that's also going to be part of the idea of you're not going to get credit for it. Well, it's just because Stafford's back. It's not the coaching. No shit, Sherlock. You don't know. You don't shit. win in this league without a good quarterback. Thank That's you. that is something that I see, uh, and maybe again, this is my perspective from from covering the Texans for a while. Living in Houston, when they went from Matt Schaub, who had a Stafford-like season once, once, um, to oh god, Brian Hoyer, Brandon Whedon, um, carousel of absolute oh, crap uh, that held back the best defense in the league. Yeah. Uh, they had they had a year where they had four all pros on their defense and didn't make the playoffs because the quarterback play was so bad. <laughs> Man, that's horrific. It happens. Yeah. Yep. So absolutely. So that's it. And and then we're gonna have a GM run out of town because Chase Daniels or Chase Daniel, if uh if 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 uh Ugh. he goes down, if Matthew goes down again this year. Right, because well, I, I will say the Chase know. Daniel signing was was a horrible decision. Yeah. They could have done better. They they but, still have an opportunity to, to right that wrong. But doing better doesn't necessarily mean, mean putting someone in there that's going to play better or fill in right. for Stafford if he goes down. And for then the you year. get into the argument, right. and and I'll I'll rehash the argument that I have with Jim Costa, my co-host on Sunday mornings on a weekly basis. Um, when Matthew Stafford went down, he wanted the Lions to lose every single game so it would improve their draft position. If if Stafford goes down again. It's probably a fair assumption that he will not be the quarterback in 2021 and beyond. Um, then you do absolutely. You want a better shot at getting Sunshine Lawrence. You want a better shot at getting Justin Fields. I should call um, into your Sunday show just to really be an instigator. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, yeah. So, so, um, and I, 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 I don't <laughs> like that mindset, but I understand it. Yep. 
Um, and, you know, honestly, uh, if, again, if Matthew Stafford gets, if he gets hurt again this year, it's three years in a row, especially if it's his back. Yep. I, okay. Then, yeah. Okay. Let's pull the plug. Let's see where we're going from here. And, and yes, I'd rather pick third than 11th. I'd rather be two and 14 than, than five and 11. Yes. There's, there's but, that long haired kid down in Auburn. that's going to be up for picks. If Stafford gets hurt again, right? There's, there's a lot that I'm, from my early, early look, and I have not done a lot of work on it. looks like there are three quarterbacks who are going to be really, really highly drafted. Whether they deserve it or not, we'll see. But yeah. uh, and here's the scare. Here's the funny part: Stafford gets injured. Well, th- at that point, we'll never know if Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn were the right pair because they'll be gone, right? Because the team just won't do well. And you're going to get a new quarterback that next year, so you're going to want a new GM because if you're going to replace your coach and GM, that's you do it with a new quarterback and yada 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 down the line. But I guarantee Matt Patricia and, and Bob Quinn are going to go make some beautiful music somewhere else. I'm just telling you, I know they will. I know they will. I am telling I, you. I would say I think they will be better in their second. I will say this. I do think that Bob Quinn will get another job after he's done in Detroit, whenever he wants to be done in Detroit. Yeah. Um, and, and whether that's in 2021 or 2028. And that's one of the ugly things because great GMs are never available. You always got to hire the guy and hope he's going to be good, right? Great GMs, they keep them with the organization right. until the very, very end. And the, the, to, to harken back to the Browns for a second, they hired the hot GM name in John Dorsey. He was an abject disaster. Yeah, he was. He, he, really was, was. he was playing Madden football with real football people, and it did not work. And, and he, again, I'm guilty. I like the hiring. Everybody in Cleveland liked that hiring. It was, oh yeah, this is awesome. Full doors, baby. Let's go. So let's, um, let me, let me ask you, Mathis is in the, in the chat asking why didn't kitchens work? What was it about kitchen specifically that made it so he didn't work? Freddie had no clue how to run any meeting. Um, he couldn't run a, he'd never been a coordinator before. Mm. Um, it, it, it was all very over his head. He didn't relate to the players. He didn't understand preparation. Um, You know, it's a big leap from being an interim offensive coordinator after you were a running back coach um, for eight weeks uh, and a quarterback coach for a year. Um, He he just he just wasn't ready. And his personality was such that if it's if things are good, it's great. If things are bad, oh my god, this is. (laughs) We got we got we got Cooter running the show here from Duke's Hazard <laughs> from the Detroit Lions offensive uh, history. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, Really quick, I want to tell you about Amazon at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. You've heard of Amazon before. That's where you do all your I shopping. have. Especially... I pre-ordered the new Avatar album from there. So oh, nice. I used the link. Very yes. good. Hunter Gatherer. One of awesome. the few guys that buys albums anymore. Uh, but you know, most people are buying other things, but that's okay. <laughs> You can get Amazon Music and have access to the album for all your devices that you would play That's something right. like that on anyway. Of course I do. <laughs> but uh, head on over. Um, when you're going to go there, go amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com. It's a little couple more keystrokes, and we appreciate you taking those the time to put those in. But they give us a kickback from everything you buy. And uh, let's face it, Amazon is, boy, have they really found a way, right? You still pay for the Prime, but you get longer delivery now because <laughs> of the the whole really thing. I, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not a big Amazon shopper. I, I'm not a shop. prime guy. I, I will go there. If I can't find something somewhere else, I will go to Amazon, but uh, honestly, God, I, I, sorry, sorry, sponsor. Push I do. Th- I do things Push a little bit differently. <laughs> I, I start there. I really do everything. I start there first. I, really... I, I know, I know both my brother and my sister, they're younger than me. That that's the, that, that's what that generation does. They, they don't go shopping. They go to Amazon. Yeah. 
Amazon at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Head on over there if you're going to buy your Prime, whatever you're going to do. They give us a kickback, and we appreciate it. You can help support the show by doing something you were going to do anyway. Awesome. Uh, all right, so with that, let's talk about there's some some good team-building camaraderie in a place where it's not supposed to be happening. In San Diego, <laughs> Marvin Jones Jr. is working out with Quintez Cephas and Victor Bolden. This is what I was right. alluding to earlier about Quintez. Yes. Great guy with Marvin Jones to work out with. He's not going to outrun him a whole lot, right? <laughs> He doesn't have the super speed. No. Sorry, that's me. That's me. Uh, he's, but he's, it's true, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's, he's going to be able to help him with the offense so much. This is not quite the equivalent of having uh, your brother be on the defense with you, but right. you've got your brother in arms taking you under his wing, and you're spending time together and working, uh, working out and helping to understand that. That's really, really good. I love, I love these stories. I love hearing a guy, especially a guy who came, you know, a little later in the draft. Might have to work a little harder. He's actually out there doing it now. He's doing what it takes and doing what he can to better himself and to get ready to play for this team. Love that. Love that about Quintez. Cephas. I love, I love seeing the the leadership from Marvin to take to take the youngster under his wing too. You know that's that says a that's lot. Invaluable experience. You know that actually and, says and, a lot about Marvin sticking around for a while too. Because he's invested here, you know what I mean, dude. He loves Detroit. He does absolutely nothing but Detroit for him. I, I know, I know. It's fashionable to kick Slay now, but Darius Slay loved Detroit. He absolutely did. I, I 100 percent believe that, and will always believe that. And uh, he, he, he helped the young cornerbacks. I Detroit's I'm a sneaky very, city. It, it, it really is. You, it, it, is. It gets under your skin in a weird way. It's fun to knock when you're outside and you look at uh, Detroit, da, 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 da. but you get there and you meet the people and you live there, and it's very much like. Oh yeah, this is this is a, it's a great town. It gets under your skin in a special kind of way, man. It does. Sneaky it's, good. It's, it's 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 a different kind of. I've violence. seen it when I worked in radio. I had guys that worked in <laughs> like fifteen different cities, and they show up and they're like, "I don't ever want to leave here. This is freaking awesome. This is awesome." And it is just Detroit. It's such a, an amazing place. But so you got these guys working out, uh, Marvin Jones, like you said, showing that kind of leadership, showing the dedication of the team. This stuff, this stuff pays off, right? With the GM and the coach, right. and, and, and for you and, in the long And term. one of the things, you know, like Marvin, Marvin is able to go and say, okay, Matthew is going to expect you to do this in this situation. And uh, you know, from what I understand, they're also playing a little bit of defensive back against one another as well to like work on stuff like that. Um, Victor Bolden, and and I'll be honest, I wasn't, I I, I was aware that he was on the team, but I had, I had completely backburned it because I just don't see him making the team. The, I went back and looked at my scouting report on him. I liked him uh, a lot, a lot more than most people did in the scouting process. Um, maybe there's something there that that will be an untapped gem. That that you know he's finally healthy. He's been hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a chance here for 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 Victor Bolden to, to show up too. And all credit to Marvin for being a, a team player, for trying to make his mates better, but also by, by extension and help his team. And by the way, he's helping himself. He's pushing himself yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. How many but, people are doing that? There's a thing about, te- uh, about teaching, right? You never know anything until you have to teach it. And that's, 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 that's absolutely good for him. Uh, help, help kind of rock steady what he has. I mean, he's already got it locked in. Right. And this is after, what was it? Three weeks ago or four weeks ago, they were working out in Georgia with staff, right? That's right. So this this may be their own curriculum they've put together. Okay, we're going to work with staff. He's going to teach us some stuff. We're going to you know figure some stuff out, learn some stuff from him, what he's expecting. All right, now we're going to go work out with just us again. And when they do come back together the next time, whenever that is, 
uh, maybe looking for certain results and certain growth and that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see. This is a great way for those guys to build that kind of trust in each other, though, that they need to, to play it well is. together. And, and, and just to, to go off that, if that doesn't happen, the Lions will know right away that they've made a mistake and they can cut, they can cut that out. And yeah. that is something uh, that the Lions have not done a good job of in the past, although they did show it with T. Sabor. When good organizations acknowledge their mistakes and get rid of them quickly, they don't let them linger on the roster. That was something that Martin Mayhew had a massive problem with. Yeah, yeah. It is something that Bob Quinn has shown a better job at, but I would still like him to do a little bit better job at that. He, it's, it's, it's spotty, right? Right. <laughs> you got Slay, you got, you got, um, um, what, Quanter Diggs. Right, which yeah. one end of the spectrum you got? Eric Ebron. Galladay was a great pick. Tracy yeah. Walker's been a great pick. Um, honestly, Joe Dahl has not been for for where he he was drafted. He's he's okay. Yeah, he's he's been absolutely productive member of that team. All right. Mm-hmm. So with that, want to really quick uh, look ahead to something. Um, don't forget about fanatics at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Please well. don't. If you're going to get your Lions uh, stuff. Also, if you go on, we have a merch store on the DetroitLionsPodcast.com if you want to get some pretty cool shirts. We've got some cool Lions designs and logos that we put must together. Be. I need a new shirt. Mine, mine got uh, a little paint on it, so I got it. We got them out there. Check them out. They're great, and they're available, and uh, production is rolling back up as everyone comes back from the COVID. I want to look ahead. I'm going to do – it's not quite a vlog style. It's just going to be me. It's not going to be a show-style video, though. Um, I'm going to put something together here in the next couple of days. Uh, I, I talked to Riz about it last week, and, and I haven't been able to put the fine touches on it yet. But I'm thinking about our rookies and all the guys are, you know, we drafted uh, the UDFAs and everything else. And we're at that time of year where they should be walking graduation. And, and they just don't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, you know what? What if I put together a commencement speech from the years of wisdom that I've been able to build with the, with the team, with Detroit, with, with even just, you know, living in the world for this long? What, what kind of things would I convey to these new players? So I'm going to put together a commencement speech directed at all the, the new players and the rookies coming in this year uh, because they've been de- denied that privilege as a result of the, the quarantine and everything else. So I'm, I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for the players. One for the people. Yeah, yeah. It's for the children. So that should be good. For the freaking children. It'll probably be, you know, a little fun and a lot serious. Have fun with that stuff. You know, that's a good idea. I I, I can't wait to watch it. It'll be funny. It'll be good. It's sweet. All right, so that's going to do it, I think, for this show. Riz, thanks so much, yep. man. appreciate you in for Case again, man. You're always the best. You're, you're my, you're my, my, my best pleasure. friend in the Case. podcast world. Stay with it. <laughs> Get back. Uh, yeah, get back. Get back in one piece. Uh, okay, with that, the show, remember, it needs your involvement. Use the comments and subreddit to give us your feedback, please. Uh, also, don't forget about us on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. As little as a dollar a month gets you in the slack. Uh, we'll take more, though. You can, you can always donate more. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get access to the, the best chat. Lions related on the internet and uh, we got some stuff going on with some uh, fantasy leagues as well you'll enjoy check us out on Facebook facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast Instagram Detroit Lions podcast and on the Twitter at DET Lions podcast DET Lions podcast the very best place to see the Riz with no thoughts it, it, it's true it's true he's literally it is no true I, I... <laughs> here we go again 
visual aid for those of you on YouTube. If you, yeah, it's it's worth it to watch the YouTube stream. I'm just saying. Um, all right, give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast, or call us on the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. And be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com, subscribe to the podcast, so we can pop out in your ears automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, baby, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit Connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over.